we won two gold medals in two different categories and then a silver medal in the third category. And that allowed us to win the overall small chain category in the Golden Bean Roasting Competition. Ahem. Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the I Had an Idea podcast. Thanks for having me. Here is how it works. You listen, we talk. I know you're busy and you don't owe us your time. We're going to keep things really short. No fluff. Oh, we're in the red zone. Time's up. Next subject. Joining me, your host, Trent Thompson, are people who not only have ideas, but do them because the value of an idea lies in the using of it. We start with a segment called Brag, aka Give Yourself Flowers, aka Talk Your Shit, aka Who Even Are You? The guest has a chance to write down their own intro and convince you why the rest of this is worth listening to. If you want to support, I partnered up with Suthi to make the I Had an Idea notebook, so when you have an idea of your own, you don't forget to write it down. Welcome to the podcast. A drum roll, please. Whoa. Now that's what I call it. An idea. Idea. Sam is joining me on the podcast today. Sam started a coffee roasting business, roasting on a barbecue grill that was converted to a coffee roaster. He knew very little about roasting coffee and probably less about running a business. He's really proud of the work that he's done turning a very crude coffee roasting operation into one of the most awarded coffee roasting companies in the US. They are currently opening their fourth cafe location and they operate a world-class bakery and a wholesale roasting business. They recently were overall winners in the small chain roasting category at the Golden Bean Roasting Competition, the largest roasting competition in the world. He's also currently one of the top 10 roasters in the entire United States of America based on his performance at the U.S. Coffee Roasting Championship. I or Sam is beyond proud of the work that his team and him have accomplished and they've only just begun. Uh, Sam, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here. Thanks. It's good to have you. For context, Sam is also my cousin-in-law and you're going to hear to my you're going to hear from my cousin on a later episode. Um, Becca, it's been a pleasure being Sam's cousin for the last however many years. Um, so Sam, just to give you a little context about how this will work, we're going to go through three main segments um, talking about some ideas you've done, tried to do. We try to keep every sec- segment to around five minutes. Um, when we hit that magic five minute mark, uh, this light is going to turn red. Cam with the cam behind the cam is going to also give us this terrible anxiety inducing noise. Um, so we know it's time to move on. Um, so we're going to try and keep things quick. Um, Sounds good. We're going to jump in with the um, you talking. Oh, he's going to double check your timing, Cam. Um, no, I'm just, no, I'm going to reference my own. So perfect, I know, perfect. know how to. Like I got to perfect. I, I hate not being able to end. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's dive in and tell us a little bit about some ideas you're proud of. I feel like your intro kind of um, leads us there perfectly. Yeah, stuff I'm proud of. I mean, we, uh, like I said, we started off as a really crude roasting, uh, operation. So, uh, started off, I purchased a coffee roaster from a guy. I didn't even know what a real coffee roaster looked like. So I purchased a barbecue grill from him that roasted coffee. Can I ask what was the, like, what was the initial idea? Like, how did you know you wanted to do this? So I had been roasting coffee for myself. So, uh, just home roasting, on a little hot air popcorn popper. So I guess it was even cruder start than gotcha. that. So a little hot air popcorn popper. I'd roast a third of a cup of coffee at a time and just 
you know, use it for personal consumption and then would hand it out as gifts for friends and family at Christmas time. Um, and you know, I think Becca and I, my wife, we recall this moment where I came in from roasting coffee and I was like, someday when I retire, like I want to be a coffee roaster, you know? And so that's, that's how, uh, that's how things got started. That's where, that's where the idea was really born. I, I have to credit probably my dad for jumpstarting and he brought me the first batch of green coffee that I'd ever seen in my life. I'd only seen roasted coffee. He went to Guatemala and came back with like 10 pounds of green coffee and we looked at it like, what do we do with this? this? Yeah. <laughs> so from there, um, built my little, you know, built my little coffee roasting business out at the farmer's market, did events and pop-ups and that sort of thing. And that turned into a little bit of a larger enterprise, uh, which is now called Theory Coffee. Um, so Theory Coffee, uh, I'm super proud of. So uh, we opened our first cafe about five and a half years ago. And we're in a small town. And so in a small town, it's really challenging to figure out, you know, how do we get, because I wanted to be, I wanted to serve that town really well, but I wanted to be bigger than that town. So we decided we would start competing. We would do coffee roasting competitions. And so most people are actually surprised to hear that there's such a thing, but there really is. And they're serious to people like me. Yeah. And so we started entering, uh, first one we entered was the golden bean and the golden yeah. bean, uh, is where, uh, you know, I source the best coffee that I can possibly find and I roast it to the best of my abilities. And I submit it alongside of all the other roasters that are doing the same thing. And so the first year we submitted coffees, um, I was out camping with my son and I started getting text messages like, congratulations. And I'm like, for what? Right. And they're like, you just won the gold medal in the espresso category at the golden bean competition. I was like, what? No way. You know? So, uh, so that first year, uh, we did really, we actually did really, I thought the story was going to be, we, we did the golden bean then we did the golden bean again, but you just, you started on, on top right away. We started on top and then, so we've been doing it for five years now. Okay. So we started on top and then, and then I, you know, key, every year I change up my strategy. Mm-hmm. So, so year one, I entered like five coffees and we did really well with those five coffees. And then year two, I entered like 15 or 16 coffees and year three, I tried the same thing. And year four, I tried the same thing and year two, three, and four, were awful for us. So we got all bronze medals. Uh, bronze medals are great, but like 40% of the field gets awarded a bronze ma- a okay. bronze medal, right? Only one one person in each category gets a gold medal. So the first year we did great. And then, you know, my you know, my strategy was just awful for the next 3 years and I stuck with it okay. thinking that you know, I was just giving myself a better chance at winning by having like it's a shotgun blast, right? right? And so this last year we entered uh, we entered five coffees, every single one of them medaled. We won two gold medals in two different categories and then a silver medal in the third category. And that allowed us to win the overall, um, small chain category in the golden bean roasting competition, which is 
wildly competitive. Okay. And so we were the overall winner this year. How so many, I dialed how many it back. people are you competing against? Uh, there's over 150 roasters. Okay. Um, and there's like 800 coffee entries. So each roaster can submit more than one entry, obviously. So right. we were the overall winner in the small chain franchise category. That's amazing. Yeah, it was a big deal. Okay. Yeah, and then and then last or this this last year, I um, I took sixth place at the U.S. Coffee Roasting Championship. So this is a different competition okay. where every is that the one in Ohio you were telling me about. No, that was in Portland. Okay. This is my podcast. I want to keep listening. All right. Give me another. Give me another two minutes, Cam. Yeah, I got. I got. It's gonna you know, take one minute. So this is a different competition. Okay. This competition, this is probably a little bit more of a high profile competition. So. Um, you have to compete in different stages to get into the championship round. So I made it through the stages into the championship round. And in the championship round, every coffee roaster gets the same exact coffee. Okay. And so then it's up to the coffee roaster to take that coffee and somehow stand out amongst the other 24 coffee roasters. All working from the same product. All from the same product, all from the same roaster. Okay. And so in that competition, I took sixth place. Which doesn't sound. I wouldn't normally brag about sixth place, but this is sixth in the nation. In, so this is like US. sixth best roaster in the U.S. And the guy that took fifth last year took first this year. So okay. there's also a component. Yeah, I'm gonna do it one more time. Hopefully, I'll get into the championship round. Yeah. I still got to earn my spot. But there's a little bit of learning the competition and figuring out your strategy going forward. So okay. I feel pretty good about doing better than sixth place this year. That's amazing. Do you feel like, obviously, this means the world to you? Like you said, to the to the coffee ner- nerds of the world who get this. Yeah. Um, how much do you feel like these awards, your success in the competition, has led directly to your success with your shops? Is it sort of a Michelin, the Michelin star component, where you know you can kind of advertise that? Yes, a lot of advertising. Um, you know, it helps locally for sure, but it helps us uh, attract. You know, we also have e-commerce that we that we run, so we sell our coffee all over the nation. It delivers right to your door. Okay. Um, and so it's helped significantly with that. Uh, we have seen our sales increase at the shop, but we've also been adding a lot, a fair amount of wholesale accounts since winning the Golden Bean. Um, and so what it does is basically. You know, if you think of it this way, I'm building a pedigree yeah. or a resume, right? I wanna, um, I'm gonna use the end of this and transition into because we're in the red now. For those who are just listening via audio, um, I want to use where we're at and kind of transition into you know the thing that fell on its face next. Yeah. Um, but I want you to continue kind of talking about how you're building the pedigree and yeah, the where you're at now with the wholesaling and things like that. Right. You want me to talk about that? Yeah. Keep, like, yeah. keep going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, if you, you can imagine there are a lot of coffee roasters out there, but when we're, when we're approaching wholesale partnerships, people that we think are going to, you know, do a really good job with our, our coffee, they care about specialty coffee. They want to serve world-class coffee. They understand that there's differences in quality between, you know, you know, you know bottom of the barrel all the way up to like really fine coffee. So we're right. mostly operating in that really fine category. Um, and, and others are too, but we can go in and we can say, hey, listen, not only are we, you know, sourcing the best coffees in the world, but we're also roasting them in a, in a really great way. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, does that sound like a good product that you'd like to sell to your customers? Do you think your employees that would be excited like an, about an that? That seems like an easy yes. Right. Right. Um, 
with that, I mean, I know I refer to you as just the coffee guy. You know, I've connected you with a couple people that uh, are doing coffee endeavors. And to me, um, the pitch that I always get from them in response to talking to you or what you've told me is just that you've been able to, over time, really fine-tune everything to figure out whether that's here's how we get our profit margins, here's where we get our beans, here's how we do our roasting, and really, you know, streamline and do all that top-notch. Um, I know that you it, it, you weren't coming out of the womb with all that information. So um, you want to talk about early on and some of the things that maybe didn't work that well that, you know, maybe you failed forward into yeah. what you got. Yeah, I'll call my my fail forward phase. It's a lot of F's and PH's mm-hmm. phonetically uh, similar. So anyway, my fail forward phase was my 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 initial company, which I called Scout Coffee, um, was intrinsically flawed from the very beginning. So I was roasting on the barbecue grill. Um, I I knew very little about uh, business, and you know I bought. I bought this coffee roaster and immediately, you know, went to the farmer's market. And I was like, can we get into the farmer's market? And so uh, they said, yeah. So that was the first like, oh, okay, now we're going to go sell coffee. So now I've got to do branding. I've got to figure all this stuff out. So my philosophy, you know, in a lot of ways in the early stages was let's put the cart before the horse and then let's let the, the horse catch up. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, I did that over and over. Uh, the branding was awful. The coffee was not great, okay. you know. Um, and then the name Scout, you know, obviously in order to grow a business, you need a, you also need a name that can grow. And Your SEO is probably not amazing on SEO the word SEO is not great. And then, you know, you can't trademark it because the Boy Scouts of America right. are going to come after you <laughs> with everything they have. Did and that happen? not going to win. Did that happen? No, but there was okay. another company named Scout that we launched at the exact same time. Mm. They were a little bit bigger than us. They had some funding behind them, so they launched a little bit bigger. So I got to watch what was going on with their company. They tried to trademark and... Boy like, Scouts. We're going to pivot. The okay. Scouts came after him, so they had to change, you know. Okay. They, were, they kept their name for their coffee shop, but for their wholesale side, they had to change it to, to okay. something different. So, um, you know, that was a big, like, kind of a false false start, but it also, it was a start, you know. Right. So that that company, we had, to, we had to shut it down, basically. We shut that company down, and that turned into Theory Coffee, which we were okay. able to trademark and... You know, just get the rights to be able to have like free reign in order to be able to to build the business from a relationship standpoint of because um, I mean I, I obviously know like you have partners investors in in your shops um, with Scout were you able to bring some of those same connections over or w- with that fail did you go find new partners? Uh, I didn't have any investment in Scout. Okay. It was just self funded bootstrap. Gotcha. And with theory, I had so so Scout had it wet my appetite really for growth, and and had I'm a f- kind of a competitive at, at nature kind of guy. So it, it what it did for me was like, what like how big can I do? How how what am I made of? I wanted to test myself. I wanted to test my company. I wanted to see like what we could do. Um, so. Uh, so that's why, you know, that's why we had to pivot. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't actually lose 
I only gained okay. in, the, in in losing Scout. So we had some grocery store accounts. They've since since transitioned from Scout Coffee to Theory Amazing. Coffee. Yeah. Okay. So didn't lo- didn't really lose anything. Stop the alarm, Kim. Um, I guess it's more fun to talk about what you're excited about now. So I will let's let's honor the this section time <laughs> um, and jump into what's getting you up in the morning nowadays. Like, what are you excited about? Where are you growing? What are you looking to pursue? Um, yeah. yeah, talk to me about some new ideas you're excited about. Uh, there's two things I'm really excited about. Uh, me and my team, we've been, uh, like one of the things that we do quite well, I think, is, um, so our, our um, you know, our mission statement is to source, roast, and serve world-class coffee in a friendly manner. And, and so we got the world-class coffee thing down, and we're doing pretty good with the friendly manner, but we we all have been leaning into this idea of hospitality as a way to set ourselves apart rather than just leaning on the product to do all of that. So so now we're actually creating a role within our company that that the person in this role is actually dedicated to just blowing minds. Like that's their whole that's their whole role in the company. Okay, explain. Give me an example of what that person would do so for instance um a, a, as last week uh we had we had a customer come in and tell us it was their birthday and so normally they get a free drink or whatever right, right? and so one of our baristas leans over to our manager and was like hey do we have any candles i wanted like put some candles on their pastry and bring it out to them and like do a thing you know yeah. like make them feel extra special and so they didn't have any candles, so the, the manager quickly like hopped in her car, ran down the street, grabbed some candles, came back, lit the candles, like brought like brought this like whole thing over to them, just made them feel like extra special. And so it's moments like that, you know, thing little things like that where it could have easily been it could have stopped at, no, sorry, we don't have any candles. Right. But she hopped in her car. You know, grab the candles. And that word of mouth is just going to spread. That's going to be a newspaper article. That's going to be, that's great. Have you seen the show The Bear? Yeah, episode seven. That's what everybody, did did you, were you inspired by that or? Oh, I was in tears watching that that episode. Which one's seven? Is that the one where they go? Episode seven is where he stages at the, the the cousin stages at. He goes and picks up the pizza. Goes and picks up the pizza. That's That's because that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And in that, actually, in that, so um, in that, show um i forget the main the girl's name the the chef she's reading a book called unreasonable hospitality okay i just finished that book yesterday also basically in tears because of how trans transforming hospitality has been to uh, the 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 uh, restaurants called 11 madison park and they they were um voted the, the number one restaurant in the world um, they started off not even on the list and, and then worked their way up to, that's to number who wrote one. That book? Yeah. Okay. Danny Guiadara, Guiadara. I can't remember exactly how to pronounce his name or no, Will Guiadara. Um, and so, yeah, me and my, my team are all in the middle of that book. So that's okay. one thing I'm really excited about is just, you know, so many times baristas are just like, Oh, I'm so good at this coffee and I'm a right. connoisseur and they make you feel like you're Taste inconvenienced. Right. right? Who cares, right? Who cares how good you are at it? How good can you treat people? How like how much can you, you know, 
make someone's day? Like what, at what end will you go to, uh, to, to make somebody's day? And so that, I mean, that's, that's not for marketing, but it is also one of the best places you could ever put money into your company. So when you're putting money into your company, are you hiring somebody specifically with that task? Are they coming with other, I imagine they have some other um, yeah. tasks as well. Yeah, they'll, okay. have, they'll have some other tasks, but, you know, they might have to knock out some dishes right. or, you know, clean some tables, but they'll also be I was going to say, out. like, if, if you're hiring, that sounds like a good job. So yeah. to any listener who want to just go hang out and, and blow people's minds, that's exactly that's yeah. a cool gig. Come um, see me. You had another one that you wanted to talk about? Yeah we're, about? yeah, we're also... Um, in another growth mode. So we're opening our fourth cafe. It'll be in November. Um, and then the growth, the growth move for us is, uh, onboarding new wholesale partnerships. So in order to, you know, make the company, you know, you know, as you're building your company, you're like, okay, what do we focus on next? Well, our next focus is on uh, wholesale partnerships. So that's where we roast coffee and sell it to cafes or restaurants and that sort of thing. Um, and then they, then they resell it or, you know, share it with their customers. Um, and so that may require moving into a larger market. Like I said, we're in a smaller market and our, uh, reach, uh, into larger markets is proving to be difficult. So, uh, what we're looking at now is putting a cafe and a roastery in a larger market, possibly in this area, actually mm-hmm. in the, uh, right. the Bay area. The context. Yeah. Um, all right, so I feel like this next this next segment I call this the surprise segment. We're in the red for those on audio. Um, before we jump into it, I think the hospitality thing seems really inspiring. I feel like there's a lot of people can can learn from that, and um, yeah, obviously like the wholesale thing I think is super interesting. There's so many different ways I think to leverage coffee. Um, I hear from so many people that coffee is a tough industry to be in, so I feel like you being someone um, who's figured out how to make that work, that knowledge is so incredibly valuable to people. So I'm going to make up this segment. I'm going to call it rapid fire, rapid fire business strategy round. Cam's going to keep some dramatic lighting for us. I'm going to give you, Cam's going to do a little countdown. Um, We'll do a minute and I want you to rapid fire as many different coffee, money-making, strategies as you can as many different like business model coffee money making things as you can and we're going to start it now okay so i have a minute so um subscriptions are popular right now um i am you know in a relationship but through competitions with a lot of fantastic roasters so award-winning coffee roasters in addition award-winning producers so these are the growers of the coffee there is no subscription currently that pairs award-winning roasters with award-winning coffee producers, and that's the coffee that you uh. get every single week. So you know that you're you have the best coffee roasted by the There's best no roaster. No top end subscription. No top end subscription okay. like this. Um, so that's that's one thing. Um, the other the other idea that I had was. Um, you know, if you, so most roasters have headroom on their, on their roasting equipment. So let's say I can roast 2000 pounds a week and I'm only roasting a thousand pounds a week. Right. Well, um, if you started a company that was a, like function more like a logistics company and I love this, this one and could, sh- could create blends and drop ship beans to all these roasters that have 
headspace on their roaster for you know all these wholesale accounts that they could potentially have in their in their area, and we can white label for large companies that. Um, don't have their own line of coffee. Our okay. test case was Black Bear. There's a Black Bear in this area. Black Bear Diner. Black Bear Diner now has over a hundred, a uh, hundred uh, locations. And they started in Reading, where we're from, and uh, they don't have their own. They don't have their own coffee brand. So you know, if you could go to your Black Bear, and if you really enjoyed the coffee, you could purchase retail coffee for your own home and those that you know there's a hundred of there's a thousand of those um chains yeah and so if you just were able to grab these roasters that have headroom on their on their roasters that's um, amazing so you yeah. guys are currently in black bear so if i go get a coffee at a black no bear, we're not we're not in Bla- we're not in black bear okay um but hey bruce dean <laughs> that's a black bear guy yeah hook us up you heard it here um <laughs> I think I'll give you two points, which means absolutely nothing, but we got two ideas out of that minute. Um, so just ending, Sam, uh, tell everybody where they can find you, how they can help, what you're, what you're building, what you want them to look up, give us some links and all that. Yeah, so you can go to theorycoffee.com if you want to order our award-winning coffees and have them delivered right to your house. Doesn't matter where you live, where you're listening to this at. Um, you can go to our... Uh, Instagram, which is Theory Coffee Roasters, um, and I think that's I think those are the two main places that you should uh, you should look for us at. Check them out. We'll we'll put some links in the description or bio wherever you're watching or listening to this. Um, Sam, it's been awesome to have you on. Thank you. Um, I'm excited to talk to your wife next. Um, this has been great. Yeah. Thanks. Super fun. Now that's what I call it. An idea. 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 Idea.